where we're kicking off a brand new series that I am really pumped about. It's called Dangerous Exchange. This summer, my family and I, we went to New York City, and we spent a little time in, in New York City, and we, we had a blast hanging out there. And one of the things we did is we went to Chinatown in New York City and hung out and, and ate and just had a great time on the streets in Chinatown. Matter of fact, I got a picture of my family right here. That's uh, my family in Chinatown. You can see the McDonald's with the Chinese words there. And man, we hung out and, and ate. And matter of fact, as I, I was there, I, I, I bought myself some soup dumplings. Check it out. So, man, when you bite into these dumplings, man, it just explodes with, with soup and juice coming out of it. This has nothing to do with my message. I just wanted to show it to you. That's right. That's soup dumplings right there, y'all. Soup dumplings. It was amazing. Those Chinese dumplings were awesome. And as we were walking on the streets of, of, of Chinatown, you know, I, I, I didn't realize how aggressive they were about trying to sell you things. So on the streets of Chinatown, man, they are willing and dealing, stopping every, I mean, just every step you take. Hey, come here. Come here. I got one. one up. Here, look. Purse, purse, purse. Cologne. I mean, they were trying to sell you stuff. And I wasn't paying attention at first. I'm like, just leave me alone. I'm walking with my family. But finally, I became intrigued and interested. I was thinking, I wonder what I could get that for. And so somebody said, well, I got some, I got Ray-Ban glasses, some Ray-Ban sunglasses. I said, oh, yeah, I like, how much? How much? $50. No. Ten. No, you crazy. No, I can't do 10. I can't do 10. It's 40. 10. I can't do that. 12. No. No, 30. Two for 20. Oh, no. You just, you don't know. You just, you just know. Two for 30. Deal. Two for 30. Bought my wife and I a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses, man. We're sporting it. Walking down Chinatown with my Ray-Ban glasses on. And the next thing you know, man, it, there was a, a store and they, they pulled us in and said, come inside. I mean, they were aggressive. Get it. Get it. Come inside. Come, come, come. Come on. Come, come, come. I said, okay. Okay. I walked inside. Cologne. What you want? Cologne. Cologne. Your, your wife. Perfume. What you want? Perfume. I said, I want that. How much? $50. No. No, I'm not paying $50. Ten. No, 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 no. $40. No. Two for 20. No, you crazy. You know, I can't. And they were mad at me. Three for 25. I worked them over, man, and I bought myself three bottles of cologne, my wife some perfume. I walk it out of there, man. I'm like, that's right. Got my cologne, got my Ray-Bans. My little nephew was there. My sister was with us, and my nephew was there. He bought himself, because on the street, they were like, we got watches, watches, Rolex, Rolex, Rolex. My, my, my nephew bought a Rolex for $20. He said, I'm going to go sell it online, Uncle. I'm going to sell it online. Oh, yeah. And then, and then we were walking, and they pulled us in another. Come, come, come. Come, come. I walked in. He says, what, what's in your back? What's in your back? I opened up my bag. He said, pull out my cologne. He said, fake. That's fake. He said, come, 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 come. Come back room, back room. I'm like, are you a dope dealer? What you trying to get, get me to the back room for, man? Like, what's, what's up? I go back into the back room, and me and Tiffany said, look, look. He pulled off the, the, the price tag. He said, fake, fake. Like polo. It said, like polo. It's not polo. It's that like. See, see, like polo. I'm like, what? Did they get over on me? 
And my wife, she got her phone and she looked up Chinatown. It says something like, 98% of everything you buy in Chinatown is fake. I was like, what? They got over on the kid. I've exchanged something that is valuable for a knockoff. And friends, this happens all the time in life. We make decisions to exchange something of value for something that's a knockoff. Some things that we exchange something of value for, it's actually a dangerous exchange. Shel Silverstein wrote a poem entitled Smart. I want you to hear this poem. It said, my dad gave me a $1 bill because I'm his smartest son. And I swapped it for two shiny quarters because two is more than one. And then I took the quarters and traded them to Lou for three dimes. I guess he didn't know that three is more than two. Just then along came old blind Bates. And just because he can't see, he gave me four nickels for my three dimes. And four is more than three. And then I took the nickels to Hiram Combs down the street at the seed feed store. And the fool gave me five pennies for them. And five is more than four. And then I went home and I showed my dad. And he got red in the cheeks. He closed his eyes and shook his head. Too proud of me to speak. That boy wasn't as smart as he thought he was. He, he made some foolish exchanges, and he didn't even know it. He knows what happens in life is we make some foolish exchanges, and we don't even know it. And some of those exchanges are, are dangerous exchanges. Can I tell you, I didn't have to look very far for material for this series because I can just look no further than me because I have made some dangerous exchanges throughout my life. I've made dangerous exchanges in relationships. I made dangerous exchanges in some of my friendships. I've made dangerous exchanges with money. I've made, I've made dangerous exchanges with my health. I've made some dangerous exchanges. And, and the reality is we all have made dangerous exchanges. And, and today, as we kick off this series, I want to begin with one of the most common exchanges that people make. And one of the most dangerous common exchanges that people make is they exchange their way for God's way. They exchange their plan, and they exchange it instead of, their, instead of doing God's plan, they do their plan. And next week, I'm going to talk about another really big exchange. I think it's one of the biggest that happens, and that is this. People exchange the truth for a lie. It happens all the time. You have some family members that you are aware of or some friends or some co-workers. And, I mean, I encourage you to get them here next week as we talk about dangerous exchange. It's such a big one. I know I've done it. Exchange the truth for a lie. But today, let's dive into how we choose our plan 
over God's plan. And we're going to look at a famous Bible story, the story of Jonah today. If you're not familiar with that story, you're going to love the story of Jonah. It says in Jonah chapter 1, pick up reading in verse number 1. It says, the word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord, and he headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. And Jonah exchanged God's plan for his plan, God's way for his own way. And the reality is this, we have all exchanged God's plan for our plan. Number one, we've all exchanged God's plan for our plan. I think most of us are familiar with the really famous song by Frank Sinatra. The song was titled, I Did It My Way. And every one of us has a theme song for our life. And there are only two options. Either your theme song is, I did it my way, or your theme song is, I did it God's way. And I know in my life, I have, I've done it my way many a times. Well, when I wasn't living for the Lord Jesus, I, I did it my way. My, my life was consumed with me and my own flesh and my own wants and desires. But you know what's interesting is, is also when I gave my life to Jesus Christ and I began to live for him, I still found myself from time to time just doing it my way. I could give you lots of illustrations in my own personal life. Even as a follower of Jesus, when there have been times in my life I've said, no, 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 I know what God says, but I'm like Jonah, I'm going to do it my way. I remember being in college, in my freshman and sophomore year in college, I, I was serving God, and I began to date a young lady, and I knew this wasn't God's plan for my life. I knew this wasn't God's way, but I decided I'm going to do things my way instead of God's way. I, I knew what the right decision was, but in my own mind, I rationalized it, and I made a dangerous exchange to follow my way instead of God's way. I think we've all been there before. Here's what I wanna do. I wanna give you three reasons we go our way instead of God's way. I could probably give you five or six, but I just narrowed it down. When I thought about the life of Jonah, I thought about my own life after 15 years of pastoring people's church and knowing and interacting with thousands of people. I've just kind of narrowed it down to three reasons, three huge reasons we go our way instead of God's way. Number one is this, we don't like God's plan. We go our way because we don't like God's plan. There are times that God will ask us to do something that we just don't want to do. And God asked Jonah to go to Nineveh and to preach to the Assyrians. And, and God had asked people oftentimes to go preach and to give a prophetic word to his own people, to, to the Israelites. But this was different because the Assyrians, they were Israel's enemy. And God is asking his prophet Jonah to go to Nineveh and to preach to them and to give them an opportunity to repent. And Jonah does not like God's plan. And Jonah decides, I'm going to go my own way. I'm going to go with my own plan. I got a question for you. Would you process this? Are you running away from God's plan because you don't like it? 
maybe for you it's forgiveness and there's somebody you won't forgive. You just won't let it go. And, you know, I know I need to forgive, but I, just, I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm going to hold on to the grudge. I'm, I'm going to harbor bitterness in my heart. And you're following your way instead of God's way because you don't really like God's way. Maybe God is saying in his word, turn the other cheek to you. And that, that's, man, that's applying in a situation where you want to get even and somebody's hurt you. And you're like, no, I'm not going to turn the other cheek. I'm going to punch you in your cheek. That's what I'm going to do. I'm and you just have this, this, this vengeance, this, this anger, this hostility. And you know what God's way is, but, but you don't like God's way. Maybe it's in a relationship and God is saying, no, I don't want you to go any further in that relationship, that friendship. Or it's the business deal. And God said, no, don't make that business deal. Don't, don't, don't you do that. Don't, don't make that business deal. But, but in your own mind, you've justified it and you've rationalized it. And you've decided, I'm going to go my way instead of God's way. I don't really like God's way and you're going your own way you know why we go our own way because we think we know what's best and Jonah thought his plan was better than God's plan see God wanted to spare Nineveh he wanted Nineveh to repent and he wanted to send grace and mercy their way but not Jonah Jonah thought I got a better plan for them God kill them destroy them come on I think we've all prayed those kind of prayers before Lord, would you just get them just once? Don't kill their whole family, just kill them. Lord, give them a plague. Give them a disease, at least a rash. Make it itch bad. Let them lose their job. Come on, don't act so, don't act so holy. Come on, you pray stuff like that before. Get them, God. Destroy them. And we, we follow our plan because we think we know what's best. We know what's best for that person. We know what's best for this situation. And I'm going to follow my plan instead of God's plan. You know why we follow our own way? We get mad at God. We, we get mad at God. And later in the story, we find out that Jonah was running from God because he was upset with God. Jonah was upset that God wanted him to go to Nineveh and to preach and he was going to give them an opportunity to repent and to turn from their wicked ways. And Jonah did not like it. He got a little upset. He got a little mad at God. As a pastor, one of the things that burdens my heart is to see people who go their own way and, and they get mad at God because life can be difficult. The reality is life can be hard. Life is not always easy. Life is not always a bed of roses. It can be unfair. Bad things happen to good people. Good things happen to bad people. Life can be hard. Tragedy, starving children, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, murder, hate, and you can find yourself when life is hard, you can find yourself saying, God, where are you? You're all powerful. You're all knowing. Do something. Stop it. Intervene. And although God is able to intervene, he doesn't always intervene. And then you know what happens to people? Unfortunately, I've seen this. 
Some people just get mad at God. God, you didn't show up. You didn't turn it around. You didn't heal. You didn't do it. You didn't answer the way I wanted you to. And they get mad. And then they go their own way. And I want to encourage you, if that's you today and you find yourself mad and you find yourself angry at God, I don't pretend to understand why you are going through what you're going through. But I do want you to understand this. God is a good God. God's plan and thoughts for you are good. God loves you with an everlasting love. Don't keep running away from God. Don't get angry at God and keep going your own way. Run to God, not away from God. Here's why, here's why, here's why, here's why I want you to run towards God and his way and his plan. Here's why, number two, our way is always the wrong way. I want you to catch this. Our way is always the wrong way. Jonah chapter 1 and verse 3. This, this verse just jumped out at me in a new way as I was studying. It, it says this, but, but Jonah ran away from the Lord. No, 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 pastor. He ran away from Nineveh. No, 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 no. Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. There are, there are times where, where we would say, no, I'm just running away from that situation or, or that person. I'm, 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 I'm doing it my way, but I'm just running from them. No, 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 no. Jo Jonah, you're running from the Lord. You're running from his plan. You see, when we go our way, it's the wrong way. Our way always leads us in the opposite direction from the Lord. And Jonah went over 2,000 miles in the wrong direction from Nineveh. Matter of fact, check out this picture. God spoke to Jonah, boy, go to Nineveh. <laughs> Jonah said, no, I'm going to Tarshish. <laughs> I'm going. And Jonah went over 2,000 miles in the wrong direction because our way is always in the wrong direction. I have a question for you today. Do you find yourself miles away from God? Have you been going the wrong direction? Go going our way always gets us further from God and further from his plan. His plan is good for your life, but when you go your own way, it actually distances you from God. It puts you miles away from God's plan for your life. Our way is always the wrong way. But you know what's the, so deceptive? Here's the deceptive thing, is we literally go our way, and we think our way is the right way. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, I think he's talking about you right now. I, th I think that's I, it's not me. It is not me. But you think that your way is the right way. And it's, it's so deceptive. And the Bible talks about this in Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 2. It says, every way, catch that, every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But the Lord weighs the hearts. See, our way is right in our own eyes, even when it's the wrong way. Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 15 says, fools think their own way is right. Isn't that true? And it's so easy to recognize that in somebody else's life. It's much more difficult to recognize it in your own life. You know, somebody else is like, don't you, fool, don't you see? You know, that's not going to work. That's a bad exchange. But in our own life, fools, we, we think our way is right. 
but the wise listen to others. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. And friends, whenever we go our way, we think everything will turn out okay. That's what happened to Jonah. Jonah decided to go his own way. I'm going to go to Tarshish. I'm going to hop on a ship, and everything will turn out okay. But friends, hear me. When we go our own way, it always leads to one thing. It leads to one thing. Our way leads to drama. Come on, one more time. Would you look at your name and say, you got any drama in your life? How about you? Huh? Any, any drama? Our way leads to drama. Matter of fact, the verse I just read to you shows up again two chapters later. Don't, this is really interesting. Don't miss this. It's really interesting. It shows up. This same verse shows up two chapters later, and it's not by accident. God did this intentionally because God knows that we have a tendency, we have a propensity to go our own way, and then we have a, a tendency to think that our own way will turn out okay. And so God said, no, 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 you probably missed it in chapter 14. So I'm going to say the same thing again in chapter 16. Proverbs 16, verse 25, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. It just leads to heartache, leads to pain, it leads to problems, it leads to drama. When we go our own way, number one, we experience the drama of storms, the drama of storms. And, and jo Jonah went his own way, and he experienced a storm. The Bible says it like this in Jonah chapter 1 and verse 4. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. And I know in my own life, I have went my own way. And I have experienced storms because I did it my way. And some of you have as well, and some of you are experiencing a storm now because you're going your own way, and it always leads to drama. The drama of a storm, it leads to, number two, we create drama for others. Jonah created drama for others because he went his own way. Check this out in Jonah chapter 1, and in verse number 6 it says, The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call, your, call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish because we're about to die on this ship. He goes on in verse 7. Then the sailors said to each other, come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. The, they, they cast lots and the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble. Notice this trouble for us. You're running from God, and oftentimes people who run from God, they don't recognize the drama that they bring into other people's lives. Have you ever created drama in somebody else's life because you went your own way? Boy, I sure have. I I've created drama for my parents back in the day. I created drama for friends. I've created drama for my wife. I I've created drama for other people when I've went my way own way. When we go our own way, it always has ne a negative effect, negative ramifications on other people. Number three is this. We create drama for ourselves. The, the, the sailors, the Bible says, they threw Jonah overboard. It, it, drama 
He created drama for himself. And I don't know about you, but I can speak for my own life. There's enough drama in my own life without me creating more drama myself. I got enough problems. I got enough issues. I got enough headaches to create some that could be avoided if I just went God's way. And some of you are experiencing problems and drama that could be avoided. It's unnecessary, but you're experiencing it because you're going your own way. Here's what the Bible says. The Bible says, the Lord sent the storm to Jonah. The Lord sent the storm. When we go our own way, there are times that God will send a storm. There are times that God will allow drama to happen in our own lives. Now, let me give you some theology. Let, let, let me give you just some, some, some foundational teaching about the Bible, God's word. I, I'm not saying that when something bad happens in your life that God sent the bad thing because that's not true. The Bible actually says in the book of James that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father above. So, so that wouldn't be the case. But yet there are times when we're running from God. There are times when we're going our own way that God will send a storm or he will allow drama into our life. But God never sends a storm to pay you back. God only sends a storm to bring you back. God is saying, listen, my way is always the best way. If I let you keep going your way, you're going to destroy yourself. Uh, there's a way that seems right. And if I let you keep doing what's right in your own eyes, you're going to destroy your life and your family. So I'm going to send a storm. I'm going to allow some drama in your life. I'm not trying to get even with you. I'm not trying to pay you back. I'm trying to bring you back that you'll head back to Nineveh instead of Tarshish. God's trying to get you on the right path. He's trying to get you going in the right direction again. Here's what I want you to know, number four. It's never too late to go God's way. It's never too late to go God's way. And Jonah chapter 2 and verse 8 says this. Those who worship false gods. I want you to catch this. Jonah was thrown overboard. A big fish swallowed Jonah. And in the belly of the well, this is the part of the prayer he prays. Those who worship false gods turn their backs on all of God's mercies. And friends, can I tell you that false gods are not just a rock or a pole, but you and I, when we worship ourselves, go our own way. It's a false god. And Jonah says, listen, I, you know what I realize? I have turned my back on God's mercies, on his plan for my life. Verse 9, he goes on to pray, but I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise. And I will fulfill all my vows. Jonah said, I've been doing things my way, but God, right now, I'm going to start going your way. I'm going to start following your plan. He goes on to say, for my salvation comes from the Lord alone. And then you get right to Jonah chapter 3 and verse 1. Here's what the Bible says. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Come on, everybody say at all of our locations. Everybody say a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. 
God gave Jonah a second chance. Friends, God is such a gracious God. He'll always give you a second chance. He'll give you a third chance. He'll give you a fourth chance. He'll give you a fifth chance. Jonah, this time, when the word of the Lord came to him a second time, he exchanged his plan for God's plan. He exchanged his way for God's way. And that needs to happen for some of you today. Some of you, you've been going the wrong way. You've been following your own plan. Your theme song of life has been, I did it my way. Because you're doing things your way. You're doing relationships your way. You're doing career your way. You're doing marriage your way. You're doing dating your way. You're doing life your way. And I just want to encourage, don't keep going your way. Today, on August 13, 2017, make an exchange, a great exchange. I don't want you to wake up a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now. I don't want you to wake up and say, man, I should have exchanged my way for God's way. I can't believe the mess I got myself. I can't believe where I am. I want you to make that exchange today. I don't want you to wake up with regret saying, I should have, I could have, and I wish I would have went God's way and followed God's plan. Application, application, application. The application today is in the form of a couple of questions. The first question is this, what area of your life are you exchanging God's plan for your plan? Would you be honest with yourself? What area of your life are you exchanging God's plan for your plan? I want you to identify at least one area of your life today. The second question, what change do you need to make so you can make God's plan your plan? What change do you need to make to say, I'm not going to keep going to Tarshish. I'm going to Nineveh. You see, throughout my life, and I still have this struggle today, and I've had to make up in my mind that my plan, my only plan in life is to surrender to God's plan. That's my only plan. Pastor, what's your plan? My plan is to surrender to God's plan. My plan is to surrender to God's way, not my way. And would you get to a place today where you no longer exchange God's way for your way, God's plan for your plan? Would you get yourself in a posture today to say, God, I surrender. My only plan is to follow your plan.